The lieutenant governor of North Carolina is an interesting guy. And he gets a fair amount of grief. His name is Mark Robinson. Me, my name is Tony Katz. It's good to be with you. 93 WIBC, Parlor, Instagram, Twitter, Tony Katz, Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. You should like the page. I'd appreciate it very, very much. Uh, He gets a lot of grief because he's a Republican and he's black. And there are people who think that that's just wrong. It's the weirdest thing ever. Many times we talk about the fact that we're not talking about race, we're talking about ideology. If you believe that somebody who is black and is a Republican is a traitor, you're not talking about race, you're talking about ideology. Just so we're perfectly clear. The amount of people who have said to me in my life, you're Jewish and conservative, that's not right. Actually... I have had people say that to me directly. Well, it's fine. Thank you very much. It's the people who are Jewish and liberal that confound me. How, how, could you, how could you so desperately work against your own best interest? But remember, I see it as working against your own best interest, regardless of religion, regardless of race, regardless of sexuality or anything else. I look at anything that limits freedom as something that's working against your best interest. It's how I view the world. It is the prism by which I view all things, right? So in so many of these conversations about, for example, voting, when it comes to voting, to say that you oppose voter ID laws is to favor fraud. That works against your best interest. It doesn't make any sense. And then to say that somebody who is black is unable to get a voter ID or an ID, that it's racist and it's bigoted and oppressive to say they have to get an ID, well, that's... That's beyond understanding. You're saying that people who are of color aren't smart enough to get an ID. When I talk about Virginia schools moving to eliminate advanced math classes because it's an equity-focused plan, not enough black students in advanced math, what you're saying is that they can't do it. So you're going to dumb it down for them. It's bigotry. It's Virginia acting in bigotry. And that's when I talk about uh, Hoosiers of a free and thinking mind who want education, not indoctrination. It's the belief that, yes, students can, that students may learn differently, I agree with. But, of course, students can. You don't throttle students so other students feel good. Other students have to accept the fact that sometimes kids are better at other things. Will you throttle any athletic teams because some kid doesn't make the team and he feels bad? Or will you throttle varsity because the JV guys aren't as good? The answer is no, you won't because it's crazy. There is something called the natural lottery, guys. It's the idea that some people are good at math. And some people are good at basketball. And some people are good uh, at computers because there are natural propensities and proclivities. And we should support these things, not throttle these things. It's bigotry to throttle these things, like what the state of Virginia is doing. I look at everything through that, through that point of view, which is why I was so curious about this conversation in front of a, a House panel with Congressman Chip Roy of Texas asking questions of uh, the lieutenant governor of North Carolina, starting with which party has it been that has been about the rights of all people? And and the lieutenant governor from North Carolina, if you could uh, help me understand, 
Was the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments of the United States Constitution passed and moved by Republicans or Democrats? Right. And was the movement to be my put your microphone on, sir? Uh, was that would the, be Republicans. Was the move for the 64 Civil Rights Act and 65 Voting Rights Act led heavily by Republicans or uh, Democrats? That, that would be Republicans. And so as we sit here today, and as we're being accused by many of our colleagues on the other side of the aisle of wanting to somehow perpetuate the Jim Crow South, when in fact what we're trying to do is perpetuate laws that you can believe in that you've so eloquently discussed, do you see any merit in that whatsoever? Absolutely not. And just can I, if I have a, a moment just to add something. First, anybody who says Republicans are trying to bring about the Jim Crow South is lying. Remember, the people talking about the Jim Crow South don't know what it is they're talking about. They don't know the history of Jim Crow. They don't know about the oppression. They don't know about bringing out hoses against black people. And they don't know that it was all people who would be today Democrats. That's their history. But more than that, it could have been people who who didn't ascribe, quote unquote, politically. It was awful. And a voting law in Georgia that says you can't hand out bottles of water online to people who are look, are voting is not Jim Crow law. It's a lie pushed by Stacey Abrams, pushed by celebrity culture, uh, allowed to be utilized by people like Coca-Cola and Delta and United. It is a lie. But the real interesting part came here. Uh, you know, when you talk about that history, uh, that history is clear. Who stood on which side at every turn in history it is clear it's not even in dispute and it's not in dispute now what we want is integrity we, we don't want power we want integrity we want the right thing to be done we want to encourage citizens to be responsible we want to have the best election system in the world in the world third world countries places like india where the poverty rate is staggering they have to show that finger when they go vote It's time that we modernize our election system in this country and stop playing all these silly games based on race. And please, stop using me as a black man as your pawn. And yes, I said it, to push your agenda. I'm sick of it. It happened a long time ago in this country, and I'm tired of it. Chairman, I would uh, ask that the witness answer the question. At this moment, Democrats jump on the microphone. They did not like hearing this. A black man saying, don't use me as a pawn. Now, this guy is going to get called a traitor. He's going to get called an Uncle Tom. Every name under the sun. Why? Because he feels that because of the color of his skin, other people use him and make claim about him without knowing him. Because he's an individual and he's got thoughts and ideas and he's going to share that with you. Because it's wrong to take people and break them down and say, you're just nothing more than the color of your skin, or you're just this uh, identifying characteristic, and that's all you are. It is wrong to do that. You can notice, I notice black people, I notice white people, I notice Asian people, I notice fat people, I notice thin people, I notice the attractive people, I try to avoid the ugly ones. That's right, I'm a bigot, I said it. Oh my gosh, that that's going to be used against me everywhere, holy cow. Wait, wait for how that's taken out of context. Just wait for it. Of course, I notice, but I don't think that's the entirety of the person. But yet you take a look at what anti-racism training is, and you take a look at what uh, critical race theory is, and that's all it does, which is why free and thinking people oppose this in the schools.
The lieutenant governor of North Carolina is saying, don't do that to me. The great pushback on this horror show where people think they can just totally label this group of people and that group of people and not listen to conversation and argument about what makes us free and thinking to begin with. I always favor the ability of people to live their lives. I favor the freedom uh, uh, lifestyle. What can I say? I'm a fetishist like that. That'll also get used against me, but I won't mind that one. So good talk from the lieutenant governor.